Hello there, my name is Brad, and we are Grace Teaching. We're continuous, continuing our teaching on the great enemy. We want to thank you for uh, subscribing to our free podcast. And if you have not checked out those other three parts uh, in this series, please go back and check those out. Uh, very, very uh, encouraging to us. And we go through this uh, teaching, this uh, four-part series, I personally go through this uh, every month or two because it's got so much stuff in here that we need to see. And uh, we want to see and, and not only know, but we want to understand how our great enemy is trying to uh, work or how he is working in this world. And so the great enemy, part four. I want to talk about the word sin uh, that Paul refers to in Romans 5, 6, 7, and 8. He's going to mention sin 28 times. And if you count them, they're a noun. That's right. The Apostle Paul mentions sin, but he mentions sin 28 times as a noun in Romans chapter 5, chapter 6, chapter 7, and chapter 8. Okay, so Romans 6.18 tells us you have been set free from sin. Notice how he doesn't say you've been set free from sinning. Now, that's the noun there. You have been set free from the noun sin. You have become slaves to righteousness. Folks, we are slaves to right thinking. Jesus died for us so he could give his life to us, so he could transmit his life through us. In him, we are right with God all the time. This has nothing to do with performance or behavior. Okay? So remember, the power of sin here is a noun. It's a tool that Satan uses to deceive unbelievers and believers in Christ. It'll sound like your thoughts and your desires. But remember, we're dead to sin. Okay? We're dead to the noun sin. Okay? So keep that in mind. But we're slaves to righteousness, and that means we're slaves to right thinking. Okay? Right thinking. In Christ, we are righteous. Okay? The Apostle Paul's struggle with sin, though, the noun was real, wasn't it? We know in Romans 7.20, he says this, I do what I do not want to do, but I am not really the one who is doing it. It is sin living in me that is doing it. I want you to look at uh, that word I in, in the text there. Remember in our first part series, we talked about how the... Uh, or excuse me, in, in our second part, we talked about how the messenger of Satan keeps a low profile by injecting thoughts into the mind with first-person singular pronouns. And I is what we want to take a look at there. And so he says, I do what I don't want to do, but I am not really the one doing it. It is sin living in me, that is doing it. Folks, look at the word sin there in Romans 7.20. That's a noun. 
that is the power of sin, persuading, enticing, and tempting Paul to take things into his own hands, and he's living by the flesh. You see there? So the revelation of sin, the noun, has been revealed. Okay, Genesis 4, 7 tells us, if you don't do what is right, sin, the noun, is waiting at your door to grab you. It longs to have you, but you must rule over it. In other words, you must master it. Remember Cain and Abel, the story of Cain and Abel? Cain was persuaded, enticed, and tempted to take things into his own hands, wasn't he? Okay. The Apostle Paul pleaded with the Lord, Take it away, Lord. Take it away. Three times he pleaded to take this sin away, the power of sin. Three times. Second Corinthians 12, verses 8 through 9 tells us, Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me, but he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me or work through me. Okay, so this was the messenger of Satan. But the apostle, or the Lord spoke to Paul and says, my grace is sufficient. That means it's enough. You see, he's not going to take away the thorn, the messenger of Satan, but he is going to promise him his grace that is sufficient. Remember, grace through faith, we are right with God. So we are slaves to right thinking, okay? God has made a way of escaping temptation. So whenever we're persuaded and enticed and tempted and we take things into our own hands, don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. Don't self-condemn yourself, okay? Jesus took away your sins. Jesus was punished. Okay? He was punished for all of your sins. In him you are right with the Father. Okay? And so you cannot, you can never mess that up. Okay? And so when you are tempted, remember that God has provided us a way to escape it. Remember, Christ is the only one who can resist temptation, folks. He is the only one, and he has to do it through us. 1 Corinthians 10.13 says, When you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it or escape it. God has provided Christ. He gave his life for us so he could give his life to us, so he could transmit his life through us. So I'm free from sin, the now. Now in Christ, I'm a slave to righteousness, meaning I'm right with God and I'm a slave to right thinking. I just change the way I think. You know, repentance is just a change of thinking. Instead of self-condemning ourselves, and what we do is we change the way we think and look to God and say, you know, Father, you love me unconditionally. This has nothing to do with my performance or behavior. I am going to be... I'm, I'm changing the way I think now. I'm a slave to right thinking. You see? You see, when we work for what we already have, we will lose what we already have. And the great deception in the Christian walk is to look for what is already ours. We don't need more. 
but we need the revelation of what we already have. Okay? So remember, spiritual growth, folks, is receiving the revelation of what you have in Christ. Okay? That's growth. We don't need more. We just need the revelation of what we have. You see? And that's why the Apostle Paul mentions to put on the armor of God. Okay? Just real quick, I, I want to go through the, uh, each piece of the armor that we are, that we already have on. You know, Paul says put it on, but that means to recognize that it is already on if you're in Christ. You see, first of all, in Ephesians 6.10, he says, Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. It kind of reminded me of another verse, Ephesians 3.20, which says, Now to him who is able to do more than we can ever ask or even imagine according to his power that is at work within us. Okay, so real quick, the belt of truth, and I'm going to close with this. This is our part four of the great enemy. Uh, the belt of truth is forgiveness. We are totally forgiven, folks, because of what Jesus did for us. The breastplate of righteousness, the righteousness of God is justified through faith. That means we're right with God all the time. This has nothing to do with performance or behavior. Helmet of salvation. This means uh, identity. I'm a child of God. I'm no longer in Adam's sinner. I'm in Christ, child of God, regardless of what I may be thinking or regardless of my behavior. Okay? The Corinthians, their behavior wasn't that great. But Paul still addressed them as new creatures in Christ. Okay? Shoes of peace. What this is, folks, is we have the peace of God. Christ said this himself. He says, in me is peace. In this world, you're going to have trouble. Ephesians 2.14, the Apostle Paul said, Christ himself is our peace. Okay? Now we have the peace of God. Now, peace with God is when we approach our Heavenly Father, we can approach him with confidence, knowing we're always right with him. Because of what Jesus Christ has done, we are always right with him. We have peace with God. Shield of faith, the Lord is our strength. He doesn't give strength. He is our strength and courage. Sword of the Spirit. This is how we cut through problems, even death. The Word of God is alive and active, alive in us and active through us. So pull out the sword if you have a trial or a problem and let him cut through it for you. That's how we're going to cut through problems, folks. So be encouraged. This has been our fourth part of The Great Enemy. Go back and check those other three out if you have not yet already. Uh, we just want to thank you again for subscribing. God bless.